Please note, this show contains strong language and references to human reproductive organs. Some content is not suitable for children or potentially some adults. Listener discretion is advised. Sorry? The robots. You have sex with those things? No. I uh no, of course not. I uh, I've never actually been to the manhole. I just I have to meet a, a friend, a, a guy there. Oh, so you're just gay, huh? What? Hey, swing for whatever team, man. It's a free province. I'm not swinging for a team. I just have to meet a guy for business. You know what? I'm putting labels on things I shouldn't. And, and who am I to judge things? Like having some drinks in the company of men, having sex with robots. I don't know exactly what that's called, but uh, you do you. No judgment here, pal. Five stars and a double tip if you stop talking. You're the boss. Welcome to Goodbye Blue Mondays. Created by Gregory Bain. Produced and directed by Gregory Bain and Logan Donovan. Hey, buddy. I'm giving you the five stars. No, no. I just wanted to tell you, nobody picks up from here after midnight. You guys get a little, uh, handsy late night. Handsy? Good luck. As Elliot stood, damp from the drizzle flittering down in the parking lot of the manhole, he suddenly wondered if he had made a mistake trying to track down Jerry. First of all, he couldn't even make out the door to the manhole, as the entire front facade of the building was made up of giant, brightly lit LED letters spelling out the manhole. Second, he didn't exactly have a plan. And third, Hansy. What did the guy mean by Hansy? Great. Your ride. How was your time with Eugene? Five stars. Would you like to tip Eugene for his excellent service? Where the fuck is the door? It was in the O. Oh. Elliot had tried to formulate a plan for what would happen once he passed through the door to the manhole on the ride over, but Eugene had filled his mind with images of men having sex with robots, an image he was about to find out was much worse than he could have ever imagined. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. So I said, fuck it, and I just showed him. Uh, hey, bro, who do I gotta blow to get a brewski up in here? What the fuck? 
Now, for those unfamiliar with what it's really like in a manhole establishment, allow me to paint the picture. First of all, it's not as lively as the advertisements would have you believe. Turns out, serving a subset of a subset of a subset of 48% of the population isn't the best business model, even if part of your allure is the trademark Pleasure Town, equipped with the latest Pleasure Bots. Oh, Pleasure Bots. Made from Chinese steel and Japanese circuit boards with a cylinder containing a faux vagina protruding from its middle region. These square robots had only a modicum of resemblance to a human person. Welcome. Though supposedly the faux vagina was modeled from international action movie superstar Guinevere Gunner's actual mm, vagina. You're welcome. Who, after becoming a global phenomenon in her reboot of the 1980s motion picture action series Femme Deadly, saw the venture into pleasure bots as one of many ways to expand her brand. I like money. <laughs> the torsos of these machines feature liquid video screens able to project one's desired pornographic that. images while the user inserts their penis into the faux Guinevere Gunner vagina made of rubber. The right arm is for bankomatic payments. The left offers a selection of lubricants. As stated, try as he might, nothing had prepared Elliot for confronting this image in real life. Honestly, nothing can prepare you for witnessing the gyrating asses of grown men poking in and out of the privacy curtains as they have sexual intercourse with metal boxes, whilst their friends eat chicken fingers and drink brewskis as if nothing about it were strange. A brewski is a dumb word for beer. Well, fuck me running, Elliot mother humping pilgrim. Dude, you know that guy? I work with that noob. I knew he couldn't resist, just had to see it for himself. Hey, douche! The knee-jerk offense at hearing Jerry's voice snapped Elliot out of his trance of gyrating asses. Hey. Pardon me, sorry. Only to be confronted by the image of Jerry and his dude bros sitting around the bar all wearing the signature Blade Johnson baby masks. Jesus. Which featured a cartoon face of a baby with a five o'clock shadow wearing a bonnet and smoking a cigar. Decided to witness my triumph in person, eh? Didn't want to miss my ascendance to the front lines. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, that, that exactly. Oh, hell, you even skipped out on getting laid and everything. <laughs> you going homo on me? I'm, uh, not sure what you call this. Can't believe you're actually in the manhole, dude. There may be hope for you yet. Have a brewski? Uh, no. No, just club soda. What is this, girl camp, Elliot? Please, Joshy, hey, get this asshole a brewski. Uh, so... These your friends? Fucking A. We're bros, dude. Ride or die, man. And uh, you know, they, they all have tickets, too, of the of the Blade Johnson variety? Yeah, but the spot is mine. How do you know you're going to win over them? I mean, maybe one of them is the chosen one. Oh, Jesus. Don't you have normal glasses here? Uh, glasses are for doinks. We drink from authentic replica old world beer steins like M-E-N, man. This is a classy place, bro. These certainly scream classy. Elliot muttered as he stared down the ring of voluptuous breasts lining the outside of this monstrosity of a drinking receptacle. <sighs> Look, some of these dicks might totally end up with me, but I know in my heart that I'm going. I'm a true believer, dude. A Johnson loyalist until the end. This battle, this is my destiny. That certainly sounds like something you'd believe. Whatever. Here's to you crying yourself to sleep every night knowing I was right and you was wrong, you fucker. Sure. Text from Monica. 
waiting on dip. Don't let me down. Hey, what do we have here? Oh, seriously, it's a message from Monica. Come on, Jared. Come waiting on, man. on Jared, come dip. On. Don't let me down. Mmm, dip. Ugh, I swear, every day I'm around you is like I never left third grade. Hey, give me the phone back. Can't Come on, man. Give me the wait. Give to me the phone. Dip it in you. Give me the Egg phone. Eggplant emoji, tongue out emoji, wink emoji, and seriously, real nice, Jerry. Really appreciate that. It, you do realize these things are waterproof for real now. Uh, uh, hey, uh, Joshy, uh, may, may I have a, a napkin? Oh. Monica. Oh. Who is this and what have you done with Elliot? Jerry. Are they stomp proof? No, Jerry. No. God damn it, Jerry. What is wrong with you, man? What? Damn it, Jerry. What is wrong with you, man? God. You've completely destroyed it. What did you say to her? You heard me. What did you actually say? I guess we'll never know. We see her at work. Every day. Maybe you will. I'll be off saving mankind. Joshy. Brewski. Elliot would later learn that the text from Jerry to Monica via Elliot's phone actually read, Sorry, can't make it. Out with Jerry. He's a really good dude once you get to know him. Glad I gave him a chance. I think I could see us actually becoming friends. The knowledge of this would perplex Elliot, and after Jerry was killed, make him wonder if he should have tried harder to be nice to him. Perhaps all his awfulness was just a cry for help. Though in the end, he would decide that Jerry was indeed a sincere asshole. Maybe he didn't deserve such a gruesome, ridiculous death, but an asshole just the same. Baby, it's starting. Why are you still hanging out in the kitchen? What's the matter, sad face? What, your friend's not coming? Well, he's not answering my texts now, and his last message made no sense. I'm just, I'm a little worried about him. You do have a crush. No, he's just... The guy's had a rough go. Yes. Look, his wife and kid died. He's all alone. He works at UR Products, Inc. You work at UR Products, Inc. Exactly. So I know how depressing it is. Like, I just thought that being out and around people might be good for him. Mm-hmm. What? You're attracted to this man, aren't you? I am not. You're not acting like you're not. Babe, I only got eyes for you. Mean it. Mean it, mean it? Obviously. Swear on your mama and hope to die. All right, stop. Look, I'm just concerned, okay? He was on his way over, but now, somehow, he's out with this other guy, Jerry, from work, who he hates. Just, it makes no sense. Oh, my poor, poor baby. That sounds horrible. Should we call the security office? Don't make fun of me. I'm so, so sorry your friend got sidetracked with his boyfriend, but I'm sure he'll be fine. And I know that you're gonna be more than fine. After a little wine you can drink, a little lotto watching, a little sugar, sugar. I like the sound of all of that. Well, what are you doing hanging back texting some sad sack when there's a party happening right in there? Alright, fine, you're right. I'll see him tomorrow anyway. Yes, you will, baby. She would not see Elliot tomorrow. Okay, everybody, everybody, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. This is my favorite part. 
The following is a paid presentation of the CPC Network. And now, beaming worldwide via the stream, it is the Global Early Retirement Drawing with your host, Hugo Estevez. Are you ready to play? Hugo Estevez, whom you likely recognize from the worldwide daytime hit The Irony of Our Existence, took the global early retirement lottery hosting gig as a way to expand his brand, which among other things now includes a line of top shelf brandy, it's exquisite, wines from a bottle, handmade cigars, and his very popular course, The Art of Sexual Seduction in the 21st Century with Hugo Estevez. Oh, I'll get you laid. Which Jerry Dingle had once read the first half of the first chapter of. Brooklyn! 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 Oh my God, look at her! Oh, I just want to rub my face in those... As always, Hugo was joined by Brooklyn Hawks the 25-year-old former attorney general from the province of Florida turned consortium spokesmodel. Famous for her outspoken views on God, guns, and fashion, Brooklyn did not disappoint, regaled in a silvery angel costume, complete with wings that appeared to glow. The outfit was topped off by her signature red, silver, and blue fully automatic assault rifle. Hello, world. It is my great pleasure to meet you here once again for this week's drawing to find out who of you are the new lucky winners of our beloved Global Early Retirement Lottery. May you retire early and happily, y'all. Tonight's drawing is a very special one indeed. Our generous sponsors, oh my, they are so very generous, don't you agree? God darn right they are. Tonight, the sponsors of the Global Early Retirement Lottery, the Consortium of Productive Countries, and You Are Products, Inc. have offered up one winning ticket to one very lucky resident of a conflict country. Ew. Bring out the wheel. The Wheel was reminiscent of The Wheel of Fortune, a syndicated game show program that human people used to enjoy. The Lottery Wheel, now making its way to center stage, pulled by a small burro led by a person in a bee outfit, was only brought out on the occasion that conflict countries were offered a single chance to participate in the event. The CCs, as they call them, were the less fortunate countries in which most of the consortium's products that fed the productive countries' booming economies were grown, developed, or manufactured. As you know, these conflict countries are usually disqualified from our lottery. For good reason! While people around the globe most obviously tuned into the drawing each week to find out if they were among the lucky winners, they also came for the pageantry such as the group of desperate, sick-looking humans moving onto the stage in a horde headed directly toward Brooklyn. Filthy animals, we know. But tonight, we spread the love in hopes of inspiring the less industrious of us to turn their sights toward a more productive future. Uh, don't worry, the human person in the bee suit always carried a large broom and never failed to clean up the corpses lickety-split, as the aftermath of violence is never as fun as the expression of it. And just in case you were terribly worried, the programming note always reiterates that no humans were injured in the production of this program. Winky face emoji. Now, let's spin. Aha, okay. 
As the wheels spun across Iraq, Honduras, Yemen, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and various countries or provinces ending in Stan, Elliot had pocketed his broken phone and turned his attention to the task at hand, Jerry's ticket, which Jerry now gripped in his large, sweaty hand. And the winner is... Honduras! Oh, you lucky, lucky bunch. For those watching in Honduras, tickets will be airdropped over your country starting now. One lucky winner will have 72 hours to retrieve the winning golden ticket and make it to the designated airlift area that will be listed on the back of your ticket. The Consortium of Productive Countries and UR Products, Inc. wish you good luck. And now... Let's play Lotto. Get ready to weep, dude. We'll see. Well, don't you have a ticket? Elliot, of course, did have his ticket, but he didn't need to look at it. The numbers were seared into his brain. As Brooklyn Hawks paraded around the stage with her giant hammer, which she used to hit the five silver pillars, which would reveal the night's winning numbers, Elliot was keenly focused on the line of numbers on Jerry's ticket. Get your tickets ready. First number. <coughs> is 12. Second number, 24. Third number, 39. Fourth number, five. Holy shit. It was at about this time that Elliot realized the numbers being called were his numbers. Could this be? Had his luck finally changed? Was it possible that after the next number was called, he could Come simply on. walk out of this ridiculous establishment and never, ever, ever see Jerry Dingle again? Now would be a good time to show up and redeem yourself, God. And our fifth and final number of the night. 73! I repeat, 73 is the fifth and final number. Being that Elliot's final number was 30, it seemed not. Ah, oh, fuck. Woo Let the revolution begin! Suck on this, Elliot! Or had he let his hopes be dashed too soon? If you're holding a winning ticket for your regional sector, I congratulate you. You have until 11 a.m. tomorrow morning to report to your designated municipal pickup point for transfer to the Lottery Transition Center. Ensure that you have your ticket with you and that you've said your goodbyes. May your retirement make all your dreams come true. As Elliot looked to Jerry now flaunting his winning ticket in Elliot's face, all he could do was smile. Remembering a saying he had heard once, likely at a party with some of his middling friends discussing their middling lives, the saying was, destiny finds you. What did I fucking tell you, bro? I mean, seriously, dude, look at it. Blade, man, he came through. He came through big time. Mm, yes! Ah, what can I say? You were right, and uh, I was wrong. And, uh, yeah, you know, best of luck, I guess, uh, saving the male race and all. That's right. That's right, I'll make a believer out of you yet. And I'll tell you, it's not just my dick I'm saving, dude. It's yours, too. It's all of ours, all of the dicks, man. Since the loss of his wife and child, Elliot had retreated into living a modest, solitary life, spending very little of the money he made working in Bubble Wrap Station 10. He never thought much about what he'd do with his small but growing nest egg until this very 
moment. As Jerry and all his dude bros force humped the air and each other in celebration, Elliot reached into his wallet and produced his bankomatic card. His plan to procure Jerry's winning ticket had finally formulated. Hello, Destiny. Drinks on me till the well runs dry. You serious, bro? Absolutely, you deserve this. Fucking A, I do. To save in all the dicks. To save in all the dicks. dicks. Oh, oh, yeah. Goodbye Blue Mondays stars Logan Donovan as Elliot Pilgrim, Jennifer LaFleur as Monica Levy, Travis Schwartz as Jerry Dingle, and Jonathan Freeman as the author. With Alexa Palladino as Angelica Astoria, Sal Viscuso as Taxi Driver, Ashley Randall as Brooklyn Hawks, Pedro Shanahan as Hugo Estevez. Written by Gregory Bain. Produced and directed by Gregory Bain and Logan Donovan. Sound engineering by Darren Augustus. Music by Ryan Bain. Sound design, mix, and master by Gregory Bain. Goodbye Blue Mondays is a Lovely Machine and Story Engine production, developed by the Story Lab Collaborative. If you've enjoyed listening, please take a moment to rate and review. And don't forget to tell all your friends. We're sure they'll be eternally grateful to you for sharing your exquisite taste. For more information, artwork, and merch, please visit GoodbyeBlueMondaysPod.com. This has been a presentation of the CPC Network.